the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car inside of the 96 of the Patriot. Once again, I'm solo by myself. Dana's still enjoying some time with his kids. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, mine was kind of uneventful. Uh, my wife works in, in the insurance industry. It actually has to do with the medical field. And she actually works certain holidays throughout the year. And she worked Thanksgiving, but she won't work Christmas and she won't work New Year's. So, you know, it was no big deal. But folks, if you, if you have nothing to do and you are thinking about a new car and you want to do something, at the Civic Center this weekend for Thanksgiving is the Phoenix Auto Show. It's a great way to look at all the new cars without the pressure of having to buy something. Now, remember this. The part of that is this. You don't get to test drive while the cars are in the Civic Plaza. You don't get to jump in the car and go for a ride. I want to talk about something that's very important in the car business. And, And some of the manufacturers are actually starting to hold a little bit less criteria to these things. And it's called the survey. Now, the survey is unfortunately a tool that many people use in social media to voice their opinions. And for the most part, I have clients that I've helped and they give salesmen great surveys. They understand everything that we did. Now, I had a gentleman that I walked into the Hyundai dealership with, happens to be a radio show listener, met with the gentleman a few times before we went to the radio show. I'm sorry, from the radio show. We met a few times, had lunch, and then we went to the car dealership when the time was right and he bought a car. And I was probably never more disappointed in the fact that when the general manager of the dealership called me and said he gave us a bad survey. And the part that annoyed me the most was we walked into the general manager's office. He picked out a car. The general manager printed the invoice on the car. The general manager turned the screen around. He worked the lease right in front of the gentleman. He showed the gentleman what the residual was, and he showed the gentleman what the buy rate was for the money factor on the lease. And everything worked out, and the gentleman leased the car, and his complaint was the deal wasn't transparent. Well, the only thing 
that this general manager didn't do was take the cover off the computer and show him how the computer worked. Now, this gentleman can call me to help him again on another car, and I, I, I'm not even sure I would return his phone call. There was no reason for that. I helped my friend's son get a vehicle, and part of the problem with the transaction was they were trading two cars in to get one. And to get the, the deal done, one of the gentlemen was not going to have a car for a week. So I walked over to the salesman. We sat down and we spoke and we had a conversation. He said, Gary, it's 240 bucks for me to rent the car for the guy for a week. I'll just rent him a car. Okay. He didn't say, I'm going to add $240 to the price of the car. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. He took $240 out of the deal and paid for the rental car. And trust me, folks, when I help somebody buy a car, there isn't $240 left to pay for a rental car, but he did it anyway. So they took delivery of the Tundra, they took delivery of the rental car, and they went on their merry way. Two weeks later, I get a phone call from my friend at the dealership, and we're good friends, and he says, Gary, you're not going to believe this, but Mr. So-and-so gave me a one on the survey. Now, a one on the survey, and here was the reason for the one on the survey. And the guy won't return my phone call, won't return a text message. He got upset because he got a rental car for a week. And my friend actually said to him, hey, you have the car for a week. If you need the car for an additional day or two or a day, let me know. Doesn't let him know, takes it upon himself. He drives the car for an extra week. And they build his credit card for the week. So based on the fact that he decided to take it upon himself to not communicate with anybody from the dealership, to turn around and take the rental car for an additional week and get charged for it, he decided that's okay to give the guy a bad survey. That gentleman will never, ever get my help again. And he doesn't need it because he doesn't need a car for a long time. But the important thing is this. If there's a reason to give a bad survey, okay, that's not a reason. That's an angry, begrudging human being that had no right doing what he did. And the sad part is I know where he works and I could do the same thing to him. I could walk into where he works and anonymously say, this guy was really rude to me in the store. You should never have an employee like that and walk out. Okay. But that's not, you know, vengeance is not a good way to live your life. Revenge is not a good thing to go after. You know, I had a gentleman that, and a great guy, one of the greatest guys I get to help. I love dealing with this guy. And he bought a truck that had been sitting at a dealership for a while. It would have been there almost a year. And it was sitting on the showroom floor. And there was an issue with the truck, and it had to do with the tires. And the long and short of the story was he mentioned some of the things about the, the, the tires in the survey. Folks, if you have a problem with service after the fact... If you have a problem with the car after the fact and you bash the salesman, you don't bash the salesman on the survey and you mention some of these things, all of a sudden that survey 
It doesn't matter that it was the finance guy that was mean to you. It doesn't matter that the service department did something terrible two days after you bought the car. Most times on the survey, it is based solely on the performance of the salesperson. There could be a question on the survey. If they answer that question wrong, it deducts money from the salesman's pay. And what I always say is, before you do that to somebody, think about how you would feel if your job was based that way. It's hard enough being a car salesman. It really is. And I'm not saying that they're, it's, you know, they're not all stand up great guys. They're not all, you know, but that's every single business that you deal with. And the one thing that Dana and I have is we deal with people that have been doing this for a long time. They are professionals in the business. They go out of their way to help people. You know, when, when a customer gave one of my friends a bad survey because he wouldn't give him something free after the time he bought the car, and I looked at my friend and I was like, Matt, what were you thinking? It was something that was $35, and you didn't explain it correctly. And if you would have explained it correctly as to what you wanted, he would have been happy to have you come down to the dealership and order that dash mat. In other words, for you having, you gave him a bad survey because you sent the wrong information, you asked for something after the sale, and here you think it's okay to do that. If you feel for any reason that Dana and I are helping you buy a car and you can't give a good survey, all I'm going to ask you to do, if there's a reason you can't give a good survey, please call either Dana or myself if we helped you with the transaction and let us fix the problem. If you have an issue, the only person you're hurting is the salesperson. And when my friend gave the survey on the car that had been sitting at the dealership for a year, it turned out to be an 87. An 87 might as well be a zero. And when I told him what he de- what he had done, he was mortified. He wrote an email apologizing. Well, the email apologizing doesn't help. Now, I said I bought a new car. I filled out every survey. Wonderful. I got treated great at the dealership. I really did. But the funny thing was I got a survey yesterday about the initial quality of my car and did I like the car. And I sent back rave reviews. I love the car. I love this about the car. I love that about the car. I love this about the car. I get in the car this morning to come to the radio show and it was a little chilly. So I went to turn the heated seats on. Well, the cooled seats came on and it was beeping back and forth because it's in the navigation screen. Then I went to use the Bluetooth, and the only way the phone works in the car is if I dial it from the phone, and it comes up in the screen now as a phone call, but I can't push the little green phone headset handset to say Bluetooth. Then all of a sudden, I've got the XM radio on. So I've got this from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, Bruce Springsteen, this one, that one. You know, stuff I listened to when I was a kid. I don't know much new music. And the hilarious part was, while I was driving, the car was changing the radio stations by itself. Now, I would be, if I'd have filled out the survey, me knowing how the car business works, I wouldn't mention any of that, even though the day before I made a wonderful survey about it. Now, the sad part is, 
it makes me crazy. Let alone one thing, but it's it's probably a reflash. I could probably disconnect the battery, hook the battery back up, and everything would be fine. But I'm not going to do that. Uh, I don't want to lose everything that's programmed in the car by unplugging the battery. And uh, when I called the serv- when I call the service guy, I know what he's going to tell me. Uh, and when I call the salesman, I know what the salesman's going to tell me. Let me know when you get here. You can leave with my car. Now I don't really like to do that because I don't like driving his Hellcat. You know, and he he actually he takes my order when he knows I'm coming in because he's got a whole bunch of cool cars. And Bruce will always say, hey, you want a Hellcat? You want a Corvette? You want this? You want that? And Bruce is an avid car collector. But folks, cars are a machine. They're not 100 percent perfect. Now. Do I expect the car to run forever and not have a problem? No. Did I expect to have an issue with the car with 1,548 miles on it? No. Does it piss me off? No. Does it annoy the crap out of me? Sure does. Remember, you can always reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Once again, 602-525-1370 is my cell phone. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. 
My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and I'm missing, once again, my dear friend and business partner, Dana Southern. Collectively, we're Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Collectively, we have close to 65 years in the car business, understanding how a car deal works. You know, we were talking earlier about the surveys, and I hope I'm not boring people with the, with the stories, but... In 2004, I was a sales manager in a Chevrolet dealership on Camelback Road. And there were three powerhouse stores that sold Chevrolets back then. And the three big stores were Sand Chevrolet in Glendale, Courtesy Chevrolet on Camelback, and at 23rd Avenue and Bell Road was Midway Chevrolet. We were a small auto nation store. We sold 100 new 100 used, and that was our business. We had a gentleman come in one day, and while he, when he came in, the salesman came up to me, and John had been selling cars. I think he'd been selling cars since they had a crank in the front. Uh, wonderful guy, been at Lou Grubb Chevrolet at that time, probably 25, 30 years, and... Uh, he said, Gary, I, I need you to talk to this guy. I, I can't get anywhere with him. He's not, he's just, he's being rude and I, I don't want to say anything. So I said, okay, John, thanks. No problem. Give me a minute. So I go in and I walk in and, and here's the guy and he's dressed, you know, in a pair of nice shorts, a pair of nice sandals, a, be- a nice shirt. And he's got his 20 year younger wife. I'd say he was in his late 60s, early 70s, and she was in the 50 range. And he was really proud of having her there with him, and he was going to stand up, and he was going to pound his chest, and he was going to show her how to treat people like crap. And I'm not really good at being treated like crap. So we talked a little bit, and his concern was he didn't trust us guys. And he kept saying, well, you guys this, and you, and I finally stopped, and I said, sir, until I do something to offend you or until I do something that you're not comfortable with, I would prefer you staying away from the term you guys. Okay, We've done nothing but be polite and professional to you. Now, I understand your concern, and I also understand that what you're asking me to do, I cannot do. He came in and he told me that he went to the Arizona Dealers Association, which is right off about 24th Street and uh, Camelback. And it's just south on Camelback, I believe, right about where Highland runs through. And he went there and they told him that he could buy a car from a dealership on an MSO, which is a manufacturer's certificate of origin. Okay, poppycock. Okay, unless you're a dealer, you cannot buy a car on an MSO. So I explained to him, I said, sir, I don't know who told you that in the in the Arizona Deals Association, but that's not the correct information. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you'd like to buy a car and you have a problem with us registering the vehicle, there's nothing I can do about that. Well, I don't want to pay that doc fee. I said, sir, this is what I can do. 
if you want to negotiate the heck out of a car deal and have me include the dock fee and the price, I would be happy to do that. And he finally said something else, and I excused myself for a second. I went into the general manager's office, and I was talking to Jim, and we were chatting about something, and Jim said to me, Gary, listen, you do what you want. I trust you. Now, when I worked there, salesmen were, sales managers were allowed to make $100 discretionary decisions. My number was considerably more than that because the general manager trusted me. And I went out, and this guy said one more thing. And what he basically said was he made it perfectly clear that he has nothing but time on his hands, and if this transaction doesn't go wonderfully perfect, he's going to make my life a living hell. And I finally looked at him and said, sir, based on the way that this con- – and this is after 15, 20 minutes. Said, based on the way that this conversation has been going and the ability for me to actually feel I could make you happy, here's the only thing I could suggest at this time. Located at 13th Street in Camelback, just east of us, is Courtesy Chevrolet. If you head up to 43rd Avenue and head over on Grand, you will run into at Maryland – Sand Chevrolet. If you then aren't happy, you can go straight north on the I-17 from Camelback, get off at Bell Road, make a right turn, and you will find Midway Chevrolet. They might be happy to entertain this type of treatment from a customer. However, I'm not interested one bit whatsoever. And he looked at me and said, are you telling me you won't sell me a car? And I looked at him and said, sir, for the first time today, you and I are on the same page. And I, I didn't ask him to leave. I just told him that I didn't think he was a good fit for our business because I didn't trust the bad survey. And there are times when I was a sales manager that I knew that the survey was going to be bad. Now, there's a couple of things a dealership can do. One of them is hope you don't get the survey. The other one is burn the survey. Another thing is to put someone else's email in so you don't get the survey. But it was to me, it was never fun dealing with somebody that was disrespectful. You know, I'll go back to the late 90s. I was a finance manager in a car dealership. And a gentleman walked in and he was leasing a car. And back then, there was a machine in the dealership called Least Profit. That's a joke. It was actually called Least Profit. But a lot of sales managers used it to find the lowest payment for the customer. Well, the lowest payment on a lease isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's, you also want to remember, do you want to deal with the bank that's going to make it the easiest to turn the car in at the end? And I have always found that dealing with the manufacturer's manufacturer at the end of the lease, sometimes a lot less issues than dealing with the bank because the bank doesn't care if they piss you off. Now, most banks don't lease cars anymore. So I'll never forget, it was late at night, guy leased a Nissan Maxima, and we were sitting in the office, and he had had his sleeves rolled up, and he opened up his tie, and I had my sleeves rolled up, and I had opened up my tie, and we were just chitty-chatting, and we're talking about this, and we're talking about that. And I print the lease contract for him and I know he's an attorney and he gets out his pen and he starts scratching and writing on the contract and I took the contract away from him and said sir I'm an agent for the car dealership we don't we don't represent 
not a representative from the bank, I cannot authorize any changes on the contract. So I print the new contract. Lo and behold, what does he do? He starts scratching. He's writing on the contract. He does it again. And I pull the contract away. And at that point, I explain, listen, you're an attorney. You understand this. I can't initial any changes that you make. You will need to have someone from the bank here making those changes with them. Now, if you want to take the contract and go to the bank tomorrow and see if someone will sit down with you at the bank branch and let you make those changes, that's fine. But if you'd like to buy the car tonight and drive home with it, I'm going to print this contract one more time and you're either going to sign it where I tell you to sign it or you're going to go home without a car. And he finally got it. But it was once again the let me puff my chest, raise my feathers, and see how far I can push the guy in the car dealership. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt and Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt and Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect. 
to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You know, it's always funny that there's always instances in a car dealership that I remember. And I will never forget this one. And Bruce Hansen was a gentleman that worked for Lou Grubb for many, 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 many years. And he was the liaison between anybody that wanted to speak to Mr. Grubb to get anything that he wanted. If they wanted Mr. Grubb to donate something, participate in something, Bruce Hansen was the contact point. And Bruce Hansen had a little office in the back of the car dealership and was a super nice gentleman. And I always enjoyed chatting with him. And he was a car guy. He had a cord. And uh, if you know anything, about that's a car from the 30s that was so technologically advanced it wasn't even funny. And his was the the sedan model. And we're in our meeting and we had an 8.30 managers meeting every single day when I worked at Lou Grubb Chevrolet Monday to Friday. And that meeting, we went over the numbers from new cars, used cars, finance, sales, service, parts, and we had a body shop. So the GM sat at the head of the table, and at the other end of the table was Mr. Hansen. So there was an issue where the customer went to Mr. Hansen and expressed his disappointment in the gentleman on the service drive. And that gentleman on the service drive was kind of rude to the guy and didn't need to be that way. So at the end of the day, the question was this. Mr. Hansen explained that he got a phone call from Mr. Grubb, Lou, telling him about his next door neighbor's experience at the car dealership while he was trying to fix a light bulb turn signal in the rear of the car on the driveway at the car dealership. And the service advisor made a smart but comment to the guy. So while we were sitting there, the next thing you know, the service director comes out and says, well, how was the guy supposed to know it was Lou Grubb's neighbor? And before anything, anybody could say anything, I looked at him and I said, here's the deal. If you treat everyone in the dealership like their Lou Grubbs next door neighbor, you will never have that problem. You know, I had an issue in a car dealership a few weeks ago and the guy didn't realize that I was really good friends with the general manager. Now I had a cocktail the other night with the general manager we were talking about something and you know we'll stop and have one i don't i don't i don't get drunk and drive i don't drink and drive but we were talking and he looked at me and said you know how to be the stupidest thing that guy did he knows who you are he knows you're my friend you know folks when you're buying something If you don't feel good about the experience while you're buying the car, you're going to be less excited about the 
experience after you buy the car. And that's why I tell people all the time, if you're not happy with the way the transaction's going, get up, leave, go someplace else. Now, there are instances that you have to buy a car at a specific dealership because that's the car you want, that's the car your wife wants, and that's the only one out there. When I bought my Challenger, it was not the first choice, but they run a locate for me, right in front of me, and they would have got me any car I wanted. The problem was I didn't want any of the go-fast-looking stripes, I didn't want the shaker hood, and I wanted a manual transmission so with the manual transmission without the stuff it was lucky enough that the dealership that had the car was actually the dealership that i was at wasn't the color but you know what i'll learn to live with the color before i start driving an automatic transmission whenever you're buying now when we bought the furniture at american furniture warehouse i believe his name was ramon ramirez and he was great he really was. He, he was attentive. He, he actually engaged us rather than just saying, hey, if you have any questions, come find me. We bought the, I bought the furniture, and it was kind of funny because while my wife was deciding which she wanted, she was thinking one way, I was thinking the other way, and she was thinking the one way because of the price. And while we were sitting there talking, I finally looked and said, listen, you can keep saying whatever you want. I made a managerial decision. I bought the other set. And, you know, am I, am I going to be sorry? Don't know. But I've got three dogs at home that can get a little crazy sometimes, and we bought brand new leather furniture. So I'm just hoping that, you know, at least lasts a month before I see a scratch in the leather. But, folks, buying a car, it doesn't have to be like going to the dentist. It doesn't have to be like going to the doctor. Buying a car should be fun. You need to make it fun. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. And remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Good morning and welcome back to your car insiders and 960 the Patriot. Once again, a very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. Uh, we go there because they understand what it is that we do. Um, great guys to deal with. I can't tell you how much fun we have when I'm there with either Adam at the Hyundai store, Mark, uh, 
Tony and Jimmy at the Hyundai store in, Ave- in uh, I'm sorry, in Scottsdale, Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, uh, Chad Sasan at the uh, Rodeo uh, Kia. Uh, it's just a great group of guys. I love dealing with all of them. And if we don't like dealing with certain people, we just don't go see them. But I want to I play something on my phone. And it was kind of funny because it actually came. New voice message. New message. Received something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. Since we have not gotten a response, we are giving you a final courtesy call before we close out your file. Press 2 to be removed and put on our do not call list. Press 1 to speak with someone about possibly extending or reinstating your car's warranty. Again, press 1 to speak with a warranty specialist. So, Jeremy, should we call him? Yeah, let's see what happens. (laughs) Can I get sued for that? Oh, you know, I do not know the legality. Okay, so we won't do that. I'm not going to call them, but folks, here's what I'll tell you. When you get those numbers, they're worse than ambulance chasers in a car accident. Okay, I don't know the name of the company. I've gotten this message how many times, I can't tell you, but I will tell you this. I've called numerous times and asked them to remove my name from their calling list. And obviously, obviously I have a car with... Both of my cars have 100,000-mile warranties on them. Folks, do not buy a warranty online. Do not buy a warranty through a third party without understanding exactly what it is you're buying. There was an episode of American Greed where the guys selling the warranties are in jail for stealing all the money and left these people without coverage and they were warranting cars with 200,000 miles on it, 150,000 miles on it. Folks, I'm a big believer in buying a warranty on a car and I'm a real big believer in buying it at the time you buy the car. You know, as I stated earlier, it's kind of hard to do a radio talk show by yourself. I can talk to Jeremy, but he doesn't like me, so he doesn't answer too much. I ask him questions and he doesn't answer. And I'm just teasing. I give you the one word, yes. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. But here's a funny story. And this is why I always say to judge the book, never judge a book by its cover. Now, there was a time that I had a company credit card, and that company credit card was without a doubt probably the most prestigious credit card you could have. We had Centurion credit cards. Now, it wasn't mine. It was a company card. I was an additional signer on it. And I was out shopping one day for something for me, and I wear cowboy boots. I wear Lucchese's and Espinosa's. And Espinosa's, a little guy at 16th Street in Indian School in, 50, in Phoenix, Arizona, called the Bootmaker. And Dan makes unbelievable boots. And it's either, it's either Daniel, I think it's David Espinosa. I'm sorry, Dave. And the funny thing is, while I was talking to the guy, I was actually there on my motorcycle, so it didn't look like... I had anything. I was wearing a pair of boots, and what I wanted was a pair of cowboy boots or leather boots made to ride my motorcycle. And while we were talking, all of a sudden, the guy turned around and said, well, you know, you need to know my boots start at $700. And I said to him, you know, I didn't realize that. And the next thing you know, I said to my wife, do me a favor, honey. I want you to buy something, anything. I don't care what it is, but it can't be more than 25 bucks. And he actually have had leather cigarette cases, leather little purses, leather little credit card holders. 
So she grabbed one of the credit card holders and I asked the guy how much was it and he said $20. And I said, you take American Express? Now, the look on his face when I reached into my wallet and pulled out the black American Express card was priceless because he knew that I stopped talking about boots because he started talking about money. I could have bought whatever I wanted. I never bought the boots from him. Don't have the credit card anymore. The business partner that I had put me back in the car business. But folks, you never, ever, ever get want to be judged. You don't want to be pre-qualified. Uh, I have a friend of mine that whenever he goes to buy something, he takes his truck. He doesn't want to show up in his Rolls Royce or his Ferrari because he's afraid that they're going to want to charge different money for that. Now, in 2004, I was the new car sales manager at Lou Greb Chevrolet on Camelback. And I was sitting at the desk, and it was a podium. And in walked a gentleman that was wearing a black pair of slacks, a white shirt, a black tie, and a black jacket. It was not a suit. And he had black shoes that were kind of gruffy. And he said, if I bring you a customer, would you give me $250? said, if we make a car deal, I'll be happy to pay you $250 for the customer. Okay. So the customer's with a salesperson, and the salesperson comes up, and she says, Gary, I'm kind of confused. I don't know that much about the cars I just started, and this guy wants to buy a Corvette, and I, they told me to talk to you because you have one, and you'll be the perfect person to talk to the guy. So I go out, and I talk to the gentleman, and at that point, we actually had five Corvettes on the showroom floor. We had a, they were blue, it was a commemorative Corvette, a commemorative convertible, a yellow Z06, and two red C5 coupes. And the guy said, I'd like to have one of those red cars. Can you tell me the difference in the cars? I explained to him, well, the first major difference is one has the sport seats and the heads up display, and the other one is the base interior. He says, well, that's not really that important to me. I said, well, the major difference is one vehicle's a manual transmission and one's an automatic. Well, I don't want a manual transmission. I want an automatic. So he said to me, I need a buyer's order to go to the bank with. Now, the joke in the car business, if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked for a buyer's order, they were going to the bank to get a check, I'd have a lot of, a lot of dollars if they actually came back with the buyer's order and the check. So I give the buyer's order to the gentleman, and he walks out. And the guy that was in the black outfit was driving a black Lincoln town car. He was a livery service. The guy got in the back of the car, and they drove away. About 10 minutes later, the phone rings. I get paged. I pick up the phone, and it's a woman from the Bank of America that's on Central and Camelback wanting the VIN number for the vehicle. She says, whenever we give somebody a cashier's check, we like to put the VIN number on the check and on the receipt for them. Okay. Hangs up. Two minutes later, the phone rings again. I pick up the phone. It's the driver. We're on our way back. We'll be there in about 10 minutes, and he wants to get out of there as quick as possible. Okay. So we get there, and he doesn't have car insurance. He doesn't have an address and I can see he's starting to get a little shaky upset wants to just get out of there 
felt like the walls were closing in. So I said to him, do me a favor. Why don't you and I just sit down? We'll chitty chat a little bit. I'll get all the paperwork done for you in about 10 minutes. You don't have to sit with anybody else. I'll sit with you while we sign the documents. Does that make you feel a little better? Yes. Well, he started to tell me his story. And this was 2004. And when he left the military in the early 70s or mid-70s, came home from Vietnam, something had happened and he got a dishonorable discharge. He'd been fighting it for 30 years and won. It took 30 years. So he looked at me and said, I've been homeless for the last seven years. I'm on the street probably two-thirds to three-quarters of the year. Every once in a while, a friend will let me stay with them for a couple of days here, a couple of days there, but I have not had a place of my own in seven years. But my dream while I was in Vietnam was that when I got home and I got my money for leaving the military, I was going to buy a Corvette. He got this check in excess of over $300,000, and the first thing he did was get the car. He actually apologized. He said, I apologize for what I look like and how I smell. But I woke up this morning, the money was there, and I came to buy the car. He was going to the hotel around the corner, used to be next to Trulix, which was on Camelback, by the I-17, and he was going to Mervyn's at 43rd Avenue in Thunderbird to buy Underwear, T-shirts, flannel shirts, jeans, and new sneakers, and he was going to get a haircut and a shave. But you don't ever, ever, ever judge a book by its cover. When you are buying something from somebody and they are not treating you in a way that you feel you should be treated, don't buy Anything. Now, Dana and I have been on the radio since 2011, and we started on a different radio station. And that radio station, I had a meeting one day with the president of the radio station, and he treated me like I was some kind of redheaded stepchild. And I apologize for all of you out there with red hair. And When I asked, he asked me, he actually said to me, can I ask you why we're having this meeting? And I looked at him and said, you know, based on the fact that we're about the same age, we grew up 10 minutes away from each other in New York, and I write you a check every month for the radio show. I just thought it'd be nice to have a conversation with you for a couple of minutes to put a a face with the name of the person that I write the check to every month. Now, I walked out of the meeting about 10 seconds later, and within a week, Dana and I found a new place to do our radio show. Now, I tell people, you buy a car from somebody, sometimes because you have to, because they have the only car. Now, if I would have stayed on that radio show, I'd have been the hypocrite. Because I was paying somebody to do a radio show that I did not like. Now, we went and we had done two years on a new radio, on a different form of media. 
Okay, it did not work for us. Okay, it it could be incredible, it could be wonderful. It did not fit Dana and I. After two years, an opportunity came up. I got an email from the wonderful people at 960. Now, part of what they were trying to do is they have three stations, correct, Jeremy? It's 1360, 960, and what's the other one? 1010 AM. And 1010 is what? Family Values Radio. And what's 1360? Is uh, KPXQ. And what's the st- the storyline? And they are Faith Talk. Okay. So they wanted us to go on 1360, which is a Faith Talk. It was the 1010. And I just wasn't comfortable doing a Faith radio show because... I'm not going to go on to a, a show. I'm, I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics. I'm not a prejudiced person at all. And I jokingly always say I, ha- I hate everybody equally. And uh, But the funny thing is we got this opportunity, and it's been wonderful. Been on 960. We get plenty of phone calls. We've helped numerous, numerous people buy vehicles. We have had our handful of clients that we don't really want to help again uh, based on their the way they treated us or the dealerships. The worst thing you can do to me, the worst thing you can do to Dana is treat us like we are a car salesman in a car dealership. You don't want us to turn into a car salesperson. You don't want us to try to convince you to buy a car. You want us to help you buy a car, get the best price you can, get the most for your trade and get the most competitive interest rate and buy a warranty that you might see fit. Now, remember, you can reach me, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks again to all the dealerships that support us. Larry Miller Nissan, the Earnhardts, uh... Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Uh, It's just a wonderful experience dealing with people that we enjoy dealing with. We'll be back next week, and I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.